0: Hello, beautiful people and fellow whiners, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Something to Wine About with myself, Siobhan Camille. And A. Michelle, where we wine, W-I-N-E, about life, personal growth, relationships, and more, because sometimes you just need to wine a little. So grab a glass of your favorite red, white, or rosé and join us on the couch. And if you are listening to this in the car, please do not drink and drive.
1: No drinking, no driving.
0: Say no to the DUI. How about that? You don't want that ticket. Look, you don't, want, you don't want those problems you don't want those okay?
1: no problems you don't want those problems problems Oof. okay i'm <laughs> a little ratchet came on a little bit but uh we don't want you to have those problems either you know how does it sound to get pulled over ma'am you know i stopped you well
0: <laughs> right like listen to this podcast call a little something What about uh yeah don't point them alcohol on your breath don't Mm-mm. Do not point them in this direction. Okay. <laughs> so today's episode, we will be whining about fitness. Yes, and we will be doing all the ones
1: today. I mean, when I say all the ones, I mean the crying ones, the sipping ones, the wine ones, the wine, <laughs> wine in your wrists, wine in your waist, whatever wine you get, you can do it. Good when we're talking about fitness, because fitness is one of those subjects. It makes you want to get a glass of wine, okay,
0: or to break down crying and wine. You want to wine when people start talking about fitness. That's a trigger. It's a trigger for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons, but it's a trigger. Look, 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 and and hey, hey, I'm I'm gonna tell you for a while. It was,
1: it was mine. Um, yeah. Uh, Uh, me and fitness have been on a on a um on a. We have a very what the the new word. Well, not new. The word toxic relationship. <laughs> we have, men and fitness have a very toxic relationship. We have a love hate thing going on, you know? Um, sometimes I love it, sometimes I hate it. Uh, sometimes
0: it does me well. Sometimes I'll be like, why am I doing this? This is stupid. <laughs> a little dysfunctional we a little dysfunctional (laughs) a little dysfunctional in a relationship so while we talk about this wine uh what wine are you sipping on today (laughs) I am sipping on a Pinot Noir so for this episode ladies and gentlemen as you know we don't sip we never sip the same thing we don't even sip the same red, white, or rose. Like we we all over the place. But today we both decided in honor of the journey to fitness this episode, and the fact that if you look it up, Pinot Noir is like the healthiest of mm-hmm. the wines. We are both mm-hmm. doing a Pinot Noir. So mine is called is from a brand called Devil's Corner. Out oh, okay. Of Tasmania Australia. Um I actually, it was recommended to me by the woman at the liquor store that I go to. Um, mm-hmm. I told her I needed a Pinot Noir and I wasn't trying to break the bank, but it needed to be good. And she gave me three recommendations and I went uh-huh. with the Australian. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I know if I ask anybody in my liquor
1: store, they're going to be like, the noir, stay in this house. <laughs> That's what they're going to say. Pick one. <laughs> Not in that type of neighborhood where. At least the people behind the counter, um, and not to judge a book by its cover, but I am. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Nope. That conversation, I literally saw in my head going absolutely nowhere. So I had to do this on my own. So what did I do? I went um the Pinot Noir that I chose it, it the label is really really um kind of sleek modern looking and it has a J on it it's from Jade Vineyards and Winery um in Santa Barbara County
0: so that's California
1: Uh yeah that that it is a 2018 Pinot Noir. Um, And it has this nice golden J on it. I'll take a picture and post it on Instagram for those who want to see what the bottle actually looks like. I thought it was cute. My daughter's name is Jayla, So there you go. This is another wine that I have never, ever, ever in my life tasted before. So here we go again. Popping cherries. (laughs) Or grapes.
0: (laughs) Or grapes. Or grapes. Because this is a wine podcast, guys, or great. <laughs> okay,
1: so I'm 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 nervous. Like i I feel like I want to taste this, but my hands are going, eh, come back. Eh, my hands are playing the yo-yo right now. They're, they're like,
0: do we? Mm. Hey, you know what? Speaking of yo-yos, so oh, fitness, <laughs> right? I feel like that's usually how it starts is people do that yo-yo diet. And like, I feel like that's usually most people's intro. You go one day, look in the mirror and go, this isn't what I want to be and who I mm-hmm. want to be, or I was better than this. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Especially if like you were once healthy. And- right, right. Well, for me, see, I
1: did the yo-yo thing too. Um, I, Well, but see, I did the yo-yo thing for a long time. I did the yo-yo thing where, especially when I was younger and I was modeling like heavy, um, I would go up, I would come down. I would go up, I would come down. And I just figured, oh, that's just me. You know, that's my body type. That's what I'm doing. I was dancing, you know, still doing, you know, we was out there getting our things in, workouts and all little here and now and then, but dancing was real heavy. And then I want to say like around 28 for me, I was like, hmm, yeah, so uh, I knew I was gaining weight. But I didn't know I was gaining weight. So I went and I started working out to the point where I was actually going to the gym twice a day. I was doing two a days. Um, and you know, I was getting I gained lost some weight and I was fine, I was happy, and then 30 came. I feel like when I hit 30, my metabolism said, okay, we quit. <laughs> Just left laugh. <laughs> I was like, hmm, hmm. what what, what is this about hold up what's going on so I tried to do the same thing where I was like okay I'm gonna do a little workout because 30 I started dating my husband well 29 into 30 because we got married on my birthday so I was going to the gym with my husband my husband saw me coming down I didn't at the time you know that whole thing people see it before you do didn't pay attention to that didn't care I needed to see it I don't care about anybody else that was my mentality so I was like, okay, whatever. I ain't trying to impress nobody. Fast forward to, I want to say about... What are we in? 2021? Mm-hmm. 2020. Even before then, I still started going to the gym stop. I tried little things. Oh, try these pills. Try that pill. Do this. Do that. I mean, you know, some of them got a couple things off. But see, anybody who knows, I'm not one to take pills. Me neither. So... That's why birth control was never my friend until I want to say about this last year or so. I cannot stand taking pills. So, the pill thing, I knew it wasn't going to work for me. I don't drink everything. It, it was a lot. So, I just knew a whole bunch of this, you know, do it fast stuff. It wasn't going to work for me. Flat tummy tea, all that. Uh uh-uh, uh. Nope. None. It's not going to work. Don't put nothing in my tea. I like my tea regular. Don't, I don't know. No mint. No, no, nothing unless I'm sick. And then I only want a hole. What really sparked it for me though was last summer. I had on my neon green, yellow, whatever color baby suit. And Rob took this picture of me when I say I hate everything about that picture. It was at that moment I was like, oh no, this is not gonna work. So I jumped on the scale, still months later. You know, everybody hollow quarantine, wait, da da. Cool, I didn't feel like I really gained quarantine weight. I felt like I was pretty much still the same, and I could definitely be wrong, but that's just how I feel. I hopped on that scale, and that motherfucker said two oh one.
0: I said, "Who?" <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I
1: said, "You mean me?" Like Ty ta- a Michelle? Is what <laughs> you talk about? Somebody who I had a hard, I had a hard time gaining weight yes it, right drop weight fast as a mug but gaining weight was an issue for me for me to see 201 on a scale that i'm standing on like ball naked i have a problem so it was at that moment <laughs> i was like oh no we got to take this the other way
0: mm.
1: but i knew my my husband, who's a wonderful trainer, um, he, he has his home, own brand, uh, My Right Fitness, like doing it, I've been doing it from like day one, me and him been, been together, been doing it, all that, right? I knew that Bama couldn't be my trainer. That was going to cause relationship issues. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, know your limits, know your limits. Your boundaries look, I mean, look, it is what it is. Some people might see it like, oh my God, no. no, but I mean, my husband and I, we had a conversation about it. Um, He was in his feelings rightfully so a little bit and it was one of those hard conversations for us but I had to have it in order for me to move forward because what I didn't want to do is take money out of the household when it's things
0: that you know what I'm saying it's something that I could get done but free. by the same token I know like they say for example like doctors and medical people cannot work on their spouses children whatever like there's that line I'm not right. saying y'all have that but there is that line in the sand right like, too close how close is too close hey too hey, close? hey, hey, close. <laughs> hey that, that was
1: that was for me that that was a boundary line because i know me i don't know how to leave the gym at the gym mm. mm-hmm. so uh, and me knowing me and my psyche it was going to cause more issues than solutions i was going to give up as a effort like legit it, it was just one of those tough conversations to have um But we had it and I joined the program that I am currently in. It's called Fit Church. I actually love it. And this young lady, her name is Carlise. I noticed her whole fitness journey and she was taking pictures. I was like, girl, what are you doing? So when she you know, was like, hey, yeah, I'm doing Fit Church and this is that and the other. And I was like, oh, and you know me, anything faith-based, um, I'm, not, I'm here for it to at least investigate to see like right, what's right, what because yeah. everything that say church or Jesus ain't church or Jesus. So I was like, wait a minute, let me see. So the bonus part was I actually went to school at some point with the um, with Scott who is the owner and trainer of the program. But my husband knew who he was as well, so that also created a level of comfort. And my husband was well aware of the program, and so it just kind of fit. And I said, okay, well, fine, let's give it a shot. And I joined it, went through orientation and was like, oh, no, I'm not going to do this. No, this is stupid. You you tell me I can't eat no bread? I can't have ketchup? I can't have no bacon? A protein shake? What the heck? What I look like? Those things are nasty. Like, automatically, orientation, I looked at my husband was like, mm, mm, mm um mm, mm. so uh we might just have to go through marriage counseling
0: because
1: <laughs> uh-uh. I, I i don't i don't see this this here happening not not i said the cat but long story short i went through orientation and now i have just completed phase two out of i think it's like five or six phases but i think the requirement minimum is three but i just finished phase two and it's a 21 day program where you're like 21 days on hard meal plan whole nine yards then you get seven days off before you start the next phase um so i have successfully completed phases one and two with a total loss of 18 pounds. Um, I've lost more inches. I did not do my measurements for my inches, but if you go to my personal Instagram, um, you'll see the pictures. And that is when I really, really saw it. I put on some clothes that I had bought like prior to even starting this. I put them on and I was in the middle of phase one. And was like, oh, okay, I can stand to lose some more weight. I'm glad I did start to lose weight because had I been at 200, I wouldn't even have got the office on. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, well, fine. This, you know, inspiration clothes, Woohoo! I put them on at the end of phase two. I was like, <laughs> 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 Oh, we about
0: to have some fun.
1: And at the same time, thinking about phase three, like, I don't want to do this anymore.
0: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm like, I, I, I don't know. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it at all. Like, uh, my famous phrase, I guess, is nervously excited. I'm nervous. I am extremely nervous about phase three. Me and my emotions with this thing have been... A little all over the place. Phase one, I was hangry most of the time. I did find a protein shake that I like though. So that's a good thing out of it. I've drank more water now than I ever have in my entire life. Sometimes I think I'm going to drown myself. But here I am in my off week and...
0: Still got the gallon.
1: I still got the gallon and I'm over halfway. halfway. Yeah. So, I mean, yesterday I finished it plus some. So I'm just like you know some life changes are happening slowly but surely in reference to things it's off week I've done workouts I did do my workouts today but I am going to do them before I go to bed um I'm, it's arms day two for me so it's it's not as uh, pressing as cardio yesterday was cardio and it was a struggle because mm. I, <laughs> I didn't want to do it I didn't I didn't want to do it at all That's part of my fitness thing. Me and my body have been at war with one another from just, just regular, you know, aging to medical issues because that's another thing that has happened or I started to pay closer attention to in my 30s from finding out that I have endometriosis and Hormone imbalance and, um PCOS, both, yes. And the combination of the two and how that plays into a part of me gaining weight and losing weight and things like that. So that was always a thing that played on my mental as well. How I'm gonna lose weight if I gotta take all this medicine? I don't like taking all this medicine. You know, they say, oh, well, exercise more. Yeah, but when I exercise more, I blew up. Like I would literally, my body would literally swell. I will say it hasn't done that but again part of that is food i'm figuring that out you know and you know how you t- you know how people tell you stuff and you be like yeah yeah you know but to actually see it sometimes is different um i do still have my days when i'm bloated and it's completely frustrating like last night i was like oh i did all this cardio let me jump on the scale before i get in the shower which my trainer has specifically told me, wait till the morning. But nah, I'm doing now. Grab hopped on that scale and was like, oh my God, <laughs> get, off. <laughs> get off, get off, get <laughs> off. I got a scale this morning, was like, oh, because if it said what it said last night, girl, I was about to go crazy. Hmm. Like, and that's I said, I think the fitness thing for me my, is, is a whole lot more mental than physical. I say it's like a forty sixty, or maybe a foot Like it's it's not quite fifty fifty. It's there, but mentally it it, it get me a little bit. Yeah, my brain does different things. <laughs> I look. I don't know.
0: This is how God made me. My brain does a whole lot. You know how fitness is. Like, tell us what what you've been doing. So my journey to fitness was, I. I was always kind of slim dance kept me slim from middle school and I was dancing since I was three so middle school high school college I was always working out because that was just me and dance and dance to me I did not consider as working out although in college I started doing Saturday morning Pilates Mm -hmm. at the big student not the student center but the gym and Mm -hmm. and then I was doing um running I was trying to like just do more cardio on the track when I moved to Boston after... Well, I stayed home for a year. I moved back to New York for a year. Then I went to Boston. I was still dancing. I was still active. Even when I first moved... When I moved to Maryland, I was still kind of active in dance. I was I started teaching. So I wasn't doing it myself as much. I was teaching and I love teaching. I just put that out there. But I did that. And then I one day... And I know when... I know what happened. But I one day was just like... <laughs> Huh. I feel like I went through puberty part two. That's why I tell everybody. Because, wow. But wow. no, you were around. You were there. And I, I don't doubt somehow, it. Somehow at 27, <laughs> I went to Atlantic City. Mm-hmm. Swim, right? I got pictures to prove this, people. Mm-hmm. By December, when Michelle got married, I remember like I was standing in in the in the club. We did a little reception. And our other sister, who's a big booty, Judy. Hi, Alexis. Um, <laughs> I was standing in front of her and she was like, I will never forget. She was like, whose butt is in my wake? She was trying to watch the TV and looked at me. and was like, oh, Siobhan? right, because I had a little, t- <laughs> but it wasn't what it is like what it was getting to be that what it de- definitely is what it is right now. But at that point, it was like coming. And I was like, yeah, I don't know what happened these past five months. I unknowingly and because you see yourself every day you don't see it the gradual especially if I don't take a lot of pictures I don't so I did not even I see do it. and I still ain't see it so I don't <laughs> see it from so I didn't see it like at all and then uh when Alexis was like who butt in my way and I was like oh did I get big? what what is sick because I mean I always had a little tooth but this coming from a chick with a with a huge round donk back there, okay. So if somebody Look, with a huge ham hock on her back—that's because is
1: saying, she's a midget. You no, know, but most I'm just midgets saying,
0: got nice little
1: backside. So I love you, sissy, but you a midget, and you got a big booty.
0: But the point is that it's like if somebody you think is really pretty tells you you're pretty, you're like, okay. right. Oh, so someone like mm-hmm. with a big butt is like, your big booty was in my way. It's like, well, well, dang, but has it gotten that out of control? Cause it's just me. I'm not seeing this. It wasn't out of control. Right. It's but for me, it got right. So that was 27. And I was like, okay. Um, but I still was it, I I finally did look at myself, but I was like, mm, I'm about 140. Like, I think that at that point, because I went to the doctor or something, I stepped on the scale. I was like, well, 140 is not bad. I'm still a nice little thick." Everything else health-wise was in control. What came about was, I, you know, 30. 30 for some reason is that age, man. I got on the scale one day and I was like, no. Now something's got to change. And it was around my 30. It was a little before 30. It was when we went to zip lining in Shenandoah because you had to step on the scale. And I think at that point, I was around 150, and I was like, mm. "But I don't feel that." Like I always go off feeling. I don't feel bad, so I'm cool. Like I can carry my weight. I'm walking, right. and because I was the type of person to gain weight proportionally, I don't think I saw it. I didn't get a big stomach. I didn't get all of that. Literally, all of me just went up in scale. Like, mm-hmm. but it stayed the same. Even to the point where my best friend in, in high school. His grandfather saw me and he knew me as the dancer and he was like, oh, saw me again three years later. And I knew I had gained some weight by that point. And he was like, you still look the same. Saw me again another two years later, you still got that same shape. Saw me again after that, like five years later. Oh, you still, because I grow proportionally. So I look relatively the same, but I knew like weight wise, well, at this point I've gained whatever. So Mm -hmm. Mine came about where around 30, it started affecting my blood pressure because I would go to the doctor and now I'm like pre-hypertension. And the doctor was like, well, you got to lose weight. Now, again, easier said than done because (laughs) as you also get older, your lifestyle changes. I'm not dancing like I was. I don't have the time to work out because, and we talked about this last week, with commuting to work and all of this other stuff, the hour that i spend in the car or the 30 minutes i spend in the car to get to work if i didn't have that i could walk that's and that's what i've been doing now mm-hmm. so for me it was okay i need to get this blood pressure down so i have to lose weight because of that i really it wasn't even a, a size wise it was it was blood pressure number one it was a health, it was a health. reason it was a health and then the other thing was like you say you stepped on that scale it was 200 to who I stepped on the scale and I was my biggest, I was 165. And I said, well, oh no, 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 mm-mm, no, I don't I find
1: 165. I was like,
0: oh, I'm thick. And like, I was cute. So I I thought, but in that, and that <laughs> brings us to another thing where thickness, the price of thickness, I know that in this culture and in this community and in this just America in general. And I was watching something about people getting lip fillers and butt implants. And this was a whole bunch of various races, right? So it's not Mm -hmm. even exclusive to anyone, Mm -hmm. but the price of thickness, because I remember being skinny and basically being told by males, I hesitate Mm -hmm. to call them men that essentially i didn't have as much worth as the next chick who was thick because i was not thick that most of my my value if you will came because i had long hair but i mean but you skinny i mean you kind of skinny i mean i don't really like skinny girls everybody wanted the chick that looked like a porn star if you will and i was not that but i knew because of how my mom is my mom was small my mom mm-hmm. thicker than a snicker my grandmother thicker than a snicker before mm-hmm. she passed like and the meds made her skinny I knew it was coming. Like I, I was waiting, which is why when 27 hit and puberty part two, as I call it hit. And I thickened up. I saw this coming. What I did not anticipate was the weight and honestly boobs as big and beautiful as they may be booty as big and beautiful thick thighs is weight. And I'm Mm -hmm. not saying that you can't know that you're carrying it well, I will say. So for me, the weight getting to 165, I was like, Oh no, because it's taking a toll on my blood pressure because my lifestyle is lightly active where at one point it was moderately active or intensely active. When Mm -hmm. I was younger, my now lightly active lifestyle is not conducive to this weight because I'm not burning. I'm Mm -hmm. not moving enough to where my cardio is keeping up with this Mm -hmm. weight. And it's like, well, you want 65, but you move. So you good. Your blood pressure isn't high. You're healthy. Mm -hmm. thick. I was not healthy thick. Being this thick does not make me healthy. And so I was like, okay, you know what? I have to drop this. And this Mm -hmm. was, I'm, I've been fortunate in that largely it doesn't take me a lot to drop weight, not. It doesn't take me a lot to drop extra weight. I think I started my fitness, my personal fitness journey. So I am not on a program. I am on personal stuff because when I'm, I'm just not gonna pay for that. I'm, I'm not too, I'm not a gym goer. <laughs> I just, I don't like the gym. Okay. Anybody who needs to
1: ever... do it but my program doesn't require the gym, which is another reason why I like it. Yeah. But... but I'm
0: just, anybody who knows me knows my thing. My thing has, since I was younger has always been, I mean, I did. Like if I'm gonna go to the gym, I would do group fitness. Because
1: group I need- fitness, girl. Give me a dance class. I tell anybody, give me zumba real quick. I I will, I will, cause I remember at one point we were doing zumba. Me and my mom, my mom and I, a part of my up and down thing. My mom and I would go to zumba class. I had dance practice. I had dance practice on Thursdays, so zumba classes was on Tuesday and Thursdays. I didn't have a car at the time. So my mom said, well, I'll drop you off at dance practice and I'll go to the Zumba class that's right down the street. So she was all off at first just going on Thursdays and she was telling me how much fun it was, how much she couldn't breathe, how much, you know, she was getting her workout in and, you know, the whole nine yards. So I said, fine. Malika had karate on Tuesdays. So we would take Malika to karate and then we would go to Zumba class um, down the street. Cool. And at first I was like, oh my God. This is tiring, but after about a month into it, my mom was like, oh my goodness, you went from being back here with me, gasping for air to looking like you're supposed to be up there giving instructions. And that was because I said, I'm in my zone and now my body, and I did lose a whole lot of weight. My body you know, was like, oh, we're getting back into it. We're really dancing. So dancing for me has always been, oh, Oh, you, If you go back to dancing, you'll drop weight real quick. So that was, I never had to go to the gym.
0: And it's when a matter I, of, with that, it's muscle memory. Right. Muscle memory kicks in and goes, oh, we're doing this again. Especially if you dance or whatever you're going back to doing, you did for a long time. If you are right. a power lifter in your teens and you stopped, but then you start power lifting again, your body's going to be like, oh, we doing that. Cool. We, I remember this. Dancing. I danced from three to 23, basically. So my body, when I was like, you know what? Cause I started taking Zuma classes. I did join a gym. I actually was going, I was good. When the gym was across the street from my job, I would just go there and that was my lunch. But then they closed that one, moved it to somewhere else. And I would go, but not as frequently. I tried to do that as my Saturday mornings. Um, but I need group fitness. So I was going to this thing called Brick Bodies and you'll be surprised Saturday morning, 8 a.m. But it was packed, packed. Like you had to get there early. And that was how I would start my Saturday. And it was full body, legs, weights, all of this stuff. And I enjoyed that. But I think it was because I would focus on the music because they would do stuff and it was choreographed to the beat. It was choreographed to the music. So after a while, I'm looking at it like a dance versus, 18 reps to this and 16 reps to this and 45 of these and then take two sets and yep I can't like you to me it's mental in that way I mm-hmm. can't feel like I'm working out I can't sit here and count did I do seven did I do this do it I do this because even with dancing and ballet where you count and you're doing stuff in eight first of all my count's not gonna be like most workout counts because most workout counts are 10, 5, 16 like Dance everything is in an eight. First of
1: all, is in an eight. I can tell you right now, it's so many times other things. I'd be like, hold on, y'all. Y'all okay, I need shush. And then I'm dyslexic too. So where dyslexia, we do numbers, but numbers can easily be switched around. So for me, it's like, hold up, y'all. Let my brain do what it does in reference to numbers and for the longest time i told everybody with malachi i swore he was going to be able to count past the number eight because he was with me all the time so all he heard was five six seven eight and one and two and three so <laughs> i swore that's how my son was going to count he didn't but that's where we are that's our nature especially when you hear that growing when, when you're little you're five six years old and you literally hear that through your whole life so it i get you i get the counting Mm-hmm. completely so music is definitely needed, even with me being at home with this program. And he's like, oh, you got to do 200 jumping jacks. Pause, y'all. I got to go get something because just th- not me sitting. he going one, two. I'm going to get bored. I'm going to get bored.
0: And I'm going to stop yes. counting. I'm going to lose count. I'm going to I'ma lose just like, count. Forget it. Because I'm not counting mm-hmm. like that. So I'm going to lose mm-hmm. count. That's what's happened mm-hmm. to me when I try to do stuff. I'm like, I lose count because Same. I stopped counting the the number and I hear the music. So I'm like eight, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, five, two, three, four, five, six, yep. seven, eight,
1: six, two, three, four. Oh crap. What was that? Like yep. I don't <laughs> yeah. I'm Girl, eight, I have
0: videos man. in my workout program
1: because they put us in groups and we literally have to record ourselves doing our workouts. We have to pretty much record everything, which is it's an accountability thing. And at first I was like, oh my God, this is stupid. But I appreciate it now. So now I'm like, hold on y'all, I lost count. I'll be back. Mm -hmm. So I literally have to stop and go back and look at the video again. So I go, okay, I'm back.
0: I know where I'm at because I'm telling you, that's not how we count. Matter of fact, you're not realizing how many you're doing. Like when I started teaching dance, I was counting things out. I was basically giving, updating a lot of the stuff that I did when I was a dancer. So for degages, for example, I was like, all right, there's eight on croix, front side, back side, then four, then two, then a single. And I remember out of curiosity, and this, you know me, I like math. So out of curiosity, I was like, how many degages is this all together? I'm curious. On one side, we didn't even turn and get to the left side. We just talking the right side. And at one point, I did the math and it came up to in one sequence, you were doing like 70 something. Like it was a ridiculous number on one side in like within a three minute, because the songs are not longer than three, four minutes in a warm up in a three to four minute span. And I was like, Yo, really? Like it? This is why my body was in shape because I'm I'm literally doing a hundred without thinking I'm doing a hundred. It's like when you do the hundreds and you literally count one two three four five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, two, two, three. you're not. I'm not thinking about it because I'm counting an eight and then the second eight and the third eight and the fourth right. eight and the twenty eighth eight. But I'm all all my thing is doing is keep going eight, and mm-hmm. I realized that when my mom too, cause she used to dance, that she was talking about doing uh planks she was doing plank holds and she was like she would do them for 60 seconds but she couldn't count one to 60 she right. had to count one to ten six times mentally it was a mental she's like Yo. it's just
1: it's yeah they it got to a point like even when because when five workouts i will be like sometimes just counting backwards mm-hmm. helps like sometimes just literally i'd be like whoo that was 50 and they'd be like okay i need to do 100 let's, let's stick with jumping jacks as an example 100 jumping jacks I will literally get to 50 and then start counting backwards because as I'm hearing myself mentally, oh, 30, 29, we almost there. you get excited, you're like, woo, I'm almost there. So for, it is, a, it's truly a mental thing.
0: Um, however, I still hate burpees and caterpillars and I'm going to stick with that for the rest of my life. Okay? <laughs> I will forever hate a burpee. I will forever hate a burpee. And I feel like part of that is because there, there's no good way to count a burpee. Okay. That's part of it. It's it's a four. It's a four step movement. So by the time I'm like one, two, you feel all of that eight before you get to eight. Let me tell you, if eight is the basis, you feel all of that eight before you get to eight, and it's a mess.
1: It's a whole mess. I I can't, girl. Between, I feel like I can. I feel like I would rather do burpees. Than caterpillars because caterpillars are so slow. Like you can't speed through a caterpillar. You can kind of speed through a burpee as long as you have some type of breath and form. And will definitely form. <laughs> Otherwise, you will fall on your face, and I'ma laugh. I'm, I even if it's me, I'ma laugh. I mean, I done broke some stuff doing burpees. Like I broke a whole plate. Like oh, whoops, <laughs> like the whole thing. But a caterpillar, oh. My goodness! And then this man added a push-up at the end. I said, "Why would you do that? <laughs> what did I do? I've been eating right I have to do everything I asked you to do." <laughs> Why would you do that? Why,
0: Why would you do
1: this? To me? <laughs> I felt like I was being put on punishment. I like, I did nothing wrong. I've done nothing to deserve this. <laughs> I've done everything you asked of me. Exactly. Why
0: would you do this? <laughs> God, you are forsaking me. I was <laughs> Eli, I'm sorry. for anybody that knows me, like that is my favorite thing to ever come out of the Bible. I used to say that to my best friend out of out of nowhere, and she was like, "What? They should have never. They should have never taught me that scripture." I will forever <laughs> go. To, I said that one time to uh, I was listen. My whole we are gonna do a whole church episode one day. We'll talk about. But oh. but yes, that is like my favorite. Eli Eli, I was I am trying
1: to tell you. But I mean, overall, like I said, I'm seeing results. I'm I'm liking them. It did struggle, but the funny thing is, like on like during the 21 days, I'd be craving the slump. I'd be
0: craving gummy bears, I'd all the be stuff you can't Doritos. eat. That's on the restricted I- list. <laughs> Everything.
1: As soon as free week come, I crave nothing.
0: <laughs> like I learn to be like, I got a taste for, and my brain be like, nothing. <laughs> so my fitness plan for me is yoga. I do yoga twice a day, 30 minutes. I got an app, the keep yoga app. It's got flaws to it because the, the voiceover needs to be redone. Okay. And it just, it's got problems. It's got flaws. It doesn't sound like Siri. <laughs> it's not even that it's that it'll repeat stuff it'll and breathe and bring your hands to prayer and breathe and bring your hands to prayer. and I know why you could tell like they Mm -hmm. recorded little sections and then spliced them together so that Mm -hmm. whoever it was didn't have to record a bazillion times whoever their (laughs) editor was was horrible sir madam do better a little bit okay but I do that every day and that That has been helping me. And that also helped me bring my blood pressure down. And part of the reason that my blood pressure was up was stress. Um, Yes. And it was the stress of going from me and a dog in an apartment to me with my dog and my best friend and his three kids in his house. And that's that wine for another time. But stress is a big thing as well for health and fitness, especially with blood pressure. Like I say, my biggest motivation motivator is, um, is blood pressure and health but I have seen mm-hmm. results this is week four that I've been in this last year at some point I think it was literally like a year ago like in the spring I was 165 I dropped down to 155 and it took me two months to do so then I kind of the summer happened okay I don't really like right. the summer right. people fried food funnel <laughs> cakes everything else let's act no. like you no know. act like you, you know somebody who I'm trying to tell you before I go back
1: the only thing I do still have a craving for, is some bomb fried fish
0: outside of that. I'm good. (laughs) No, I need, I need my summer. Okay. And so this year I was like, all right, I went to the doctor in the middle of April and my blood pressure was up. And I was like, crap, that's right. That's what I was. That's why I was doing this. Cause you also forget motivation. And I actually had a really good app called Adam, which is actually about meditation, but they give you lessons for motivation. And they said like, one of the things they said was motivation fluctuates, so you got to yes, find something else. And they were like, have an anchor habits. Theirs was for motivation, like have an anchor habit to remind you to meditate. So, like for me, I do evening yoga at night. Was like after I do yoga at night, meditate, and this is that. But because meditation is not consistent, and so for me, I was one sixty three about three weeks ago. I'm now. This morning I was like one fifty 8, or 157 something. But I also ate like, yeah. I ate out this, this weekend. Like I went yeah. to Olive Garden and then I went to Outback. Not the best thing ever. But I've also downloaded another app. Again, because I don't have a program, I'm apping things, people. I'm apping. Look, app it up. Look, this is my thing.
1: Do it the way you can do it. I feel like so many people get caught up on the right way as far as programs the right program this program that program because that's the one thing I will say since I had entered this program Instagram has been feeding me the algorithms all this workout stuff and most of it I'm I'm not even looking at like I'm good with what I'm doing. I don't need everything under the sun. Sometimes you have to do what works for you. And if you find something that's working for you, if your method is, I can do this app for a while, I can do this app for a while, or this app gives me this and this, and I put it together and it works for you, and it's something that you can consistently do, and you're seeing results, by all means, do that. You know, I just know for me, I needed something like this to give me a kickstart. My first phase one, like you said, motivation changes. Phase one, my motivation was, you paid for this. So (laughs) here you go. You better figure it out. Um, By the end of phase one, I was like, okay, you lost 10 pounds. Cool. So that was my motivation for phase two. You paid Mm -hmm. for it. You did see some results. Stick with it. Okay, cool. And by the end of phase two, my motivation is now you can fit these outfits. You can actually see results because everyone else was telling me. Okay. But I will say, times, like, I was like, I just like even today, today I was not motivated to get out of the bed. I still have not done my workout for today. Like my own workout for myself with this being in my off week. I am going to do it. But like, you do have to find that thing to keep
0: you motivated. So I'm glad you found the app that you know helped you. And you, with you that and you have to be kind to yourself. Like there was so much, there was so much in that app, the Adam app, even though it's for meditation. And it was also informative. I got so much about. Just motivations in life. And one of the things that they said was take bite-sized stuff and, re- and, and celebrate yourself. Don't be hard on yourself. And I know that's very hard for me, especially, you know, coming from dance. So I have my, apps. I have my app that I track calories with because I, I wasn't trying to do that. But it helps to see what I'm eating. I need to visually see because I'm a visual person. So I need to see what I'm doing, and I think it's called healthy diet, but that's what I use because it gives you a circle and how many calories you have for the mm-hmm. day. And you can see the circle filling up. Now, sometimes I go over those calories. I ain't say I, I always follow them, but it's nice to see, okay, yes, well, maybe I a, need- a guideline. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to run more than I need to jog around the block. But that's been my workout for me. It's been yoga, jogging around the block with Roman. That's the dog. Um, and my own little- 30 minutes things that I've thrown together that are based on music because I need that, I need that musical motivation. That's what I need to work out.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I appreciate um, my husband. Um, He bought uh, us some Raycons because girl, when I say we've been through every type of headphone that we can go through, but he bought um, us some Raycons. And when I say with my little itty bitty ears, they fit in my ear, but they get loud. Like they get loud to the point where I can literally block out everything. And for me, it allows me to get into my workout even more. Because I ain't gonna tell you, uh, yesterday, went to the gym, did uh, one, did 2.18 miles in 38 minutes. My goal is to do three miles in it, 38 minutes or less um almost made it not quite and eh, got some work to do that's fine girl i went and got on the elliptical after that and one of my songs came on i forgot i was on the elliptical like completely forgot like my husband came over there and was like hey i was like oh sorry what's up he was like we get ready to leave i didn't even realize i had literally done an hour
0: worth of cardio Mm. so what's your end goal with your fitness plan
1: you know the fun thing is my husband just asked me that and I don't have one I want to be able to incorporate um especially like the meals the you know the the strictness of the meals in my everyday life um with having the ability to okay I'm gonna do this today you know I'm gonna eat what I want um, but be under control. And that's one thing that I will say it has done. It has helped me from my midnight snacking, because I am a snacker at nighttime because I'm a night owl. So where by whenever, oh, after this, go to sleep, I'd be like, mm, that's my prime time to be up.
0: I'm up. What you mean?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Now I do have a range, like I don't have a specific weight, but I have a range that I would like to stay in between. And that's another reason why I'm like, I don't know. I just want my, my wave back to be gone. For those who don't know, the wave back for me is when you wave your hand and then your arm still shake. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It be waving back and you wave to people and they wave back to them. hmm That's what I call. Um, and for my stomach to be flat, I don't necessarily need abs. I I had I didn't really have abs when I was small, like not visible abs. Like my stomach was just flat. And that's just ideally what i want i i mean if i can get that at 170 i'm cool with that it's just the look and to be able to wear my clothes the way i desire to wear them not have to wear them a certain way because i have to wear them that way um yeah so i think that's just it to normalize just healthy decisions
0: Mm. yeah
1: just being aware and did that did you eat that today you might not want to eat okay and eat some of it, not all of it. You know, like, bag back a little bit. Are you really hungry? Or could you just use a snack? You know, like something like that. Oh, did you eat today? Because that was me. Did I eat today? I don't know if I ate. But let me eat something. And it would be a donut.
0: Yeah, I think the, I think anybody's journey to fitness, I think the ultimate goal, definitely for me as well, I agree, is it's really like five things to be healthier whatever that means for you because again if you had pre pre you know um so not pre-di- pre di-
1: pre-diagnosed
0: pre-existing uh, yes there you go okay. Because <laughs> I was like I don't know where you're going with this <laughs> is one to be help be healthier for you whatever that means because if you have pre-existing conditions that's going to that might limit you you know somebody who Mm -hmm. has diabetes versus someone who's got high blood pressure versus someone who has endometriosis what does that mean um two I think the biggest thing for me with fitness and I'm definitely not like a fitness guru but I, I will say I think goal is to be aware of portion sizes I don't Mm -hmm. think that we are at all aware of of that, especially American culture, just as eat, 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 eat. Three, along with that, being aware of portion sizes, be aware of what you're eating. I didn't realize until I did this and started calculating, not only just the calories, but healthy diet puts in carbs, fat, protein, calcium, milligrams, sodium, all of that. I did not realize how much sodium I was intaking. And so I think, And how much fiber and I wasn't, my iron is kind of okay, but I think be aware, be aware of that is the other thing Four, I would say is to be aware of movement. We are in such a sedentary culture, largely with everybody working from a desk or something that it's important to remember. You have to move the biggest thing I think with diets. And I see these people, or I see all these diets that push just eating better and how you can lose 50 pounds without exercise why would you want to like you mm-hmm. still need to move your mm-hmm. body needs to move because mm-hmm. even if you drop 50 pounds without exercising that's a lot to put on your heart honestly and I know someone who died because of that he lost There's plenty of people who did who died lost massive weight and you like oh yeah, and then a month later they not hear no move so I really hope that people remember to exercise. And then I think the fifth thing for me is just self-awareness. Um mm-hmm. I think we you know as both of us said it's a mental. And so knowing what your triggers are, what your motivations are, what gets you up to do it, what gets keeps you from doing it and knowing that motivations are going to change and trying to find, you know, those little anchor habits as Uh, Adam called them the little app uh, meditation app Um, so yeah I think those are the five things that I would say to me are probably the roots of most journeys to fitness or like the the end goal I guess for me would be Mm -hmm. would be those would be those five things
1: yeah yeah definitely portion sizes because we that's the one thing Nothing that I've been able to eat for the last month has been on a a regular size plate. It's been a salsa plate and sometimes it's half of a salsa plate. And at first where that was something that I was like, oh my God, this is outrageous. Now, sometimes I'm like, oh my God, this is too much. It's about retraining
0: your body. Yeah,
1: just retraining. It's it's a whole shift. It's definitely an entire shift. And I feel like each person has to get to the point where they feel like, okay, I got to do something different.
0: And you're willing to make those sacrifices Mm -hmm. and what that's going to take. And Mm -hmm. that lifestyle change. And that's what a lot of fitness people will tell you. That lifestyle change
1: is different. It looks different from the quote unquote norm. And it's going to be uncomfortable. Oh, very. Like I'm sitting at a whole restaurant and I can only have a protein shake. That's uncomfortable. I literally have people, oh, well, I, I can eat. I don't have to go through that. That's not my problem. You know, so you're, just be prepared. That's, that's you know, be just be prepared for that
0: shift. You know, people are going to look at you differently. People going to look at you weird. And then when they see the results, they go, oh. Be prepared and committed and make sure you're doing it for you and for the right reasons.
1: And you, yep, yeah, that's it. As long as you're doing it for you solely, you will be. Okay. And don't worry, those closest to you, they will follow suit. Cheers.
0: And cheers to that.
1: Okay, so now that the glasses are empty, shavon tell me about your wine. What are your final thoughts on that? You know,
0: I never had a Pinot Noir, and this was actually good. And I really don't like red, but this was actually good. And I did not realize that you're actually supposed to do it chilled. So it was actually, I had it warm and, and we, as we all know. Was it warm or was it room temperature? Because it that's It was the room difference. temperature. Okay. Okay. It was room temperature. And as we all know, I prefer chilled. Mm-hmm. Like next to frozen about to be a slushy. <laughs> <laughs> but this was actually good. So I think if I had it chilled, it would be something that I actually would drink on a regular. So props to the woman at the wine and spirit shop who recommended this to me. It is, it is excellent. I will give this, I would give this a four. Oh, wow. For sure. I would give it wow. a I was, I was, I thought you was gonna give it a three. Wow. It's a 3.5 at room temperature. So I'm okay. gonna bump it to a four because I, I know that chill then.
1: Yes. Okay. Okay, well that's good. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy you found something that you, you like. Okay, I'm excited. Uh, mines, um, it's it's actually like you said, it's it's good. I do like dry wines. It wasn't as dry as I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be like super dry, but I've had drier Chardonnays. Mm-hmm. So and Chardonnay is my business. Um so this Pinot Noir, I, I definitely like it. I enjoy it. I do feel now I had tacos for dinner tonight, um, which it wasn't bad with, but I do feel this is this particular wine would be better with a steak, um, or something a little heavier. You know, maybe a nice hamburger. Uh, mine was slightly mine was chilled. I did have it in the refrigerator before um, um, the whole uh, recording and things like that before the podcast, but. It was really good. Um, for me, I would go three point seven five. Okay. Three point seven five. Okay. Give it a strong three point seven five. Um, maybe a four with a nice dish, like a healthy dish. Um, but definitely Definitely pleased for a first time um, Pinot Noir drinker. Um, I'm definitely excited about tasting some other
0: brands and comparing the two. Yeah, I don't remember what she had told me about this because she gave me, there was one from Oregon, one from Germany, and this one. And the one from Germany, she said, was a little more um, aggressive, if you will. That's the word I'm mm-hmm. using. Mm-hmm. And that the one from Oregon was more a great a like a smoother introduction into a Pinot Noir, and this uh-huh. is somewhere in the middle. Uh, okay. exactly the one in the middle. Uh, but it wasn't it, this was not dry. It was, it was clean, it wasn't sweet. I guess it would fall right. into semi-sweet, like, and it was it was that's what she said. It was gonna be earthy. The German was really earthy. She said, mm-hmm. This isn't as earthy, and that's the word I want. It's okay. like a Good blend of the red berries with a mm-hmm. hint of earth, so not heavy on the earthiness. Right. I don't know what I would pair that with, to be honest with you. Um, I have no idea. So not so, hey, it's a good exploring wine. I'm
1: sure Explore that some things I'm sure it.
0: that somebody would say some cheese. I'm sure there's a cheese
1: that goes great with this. I'm positive that there's a cheese that goes with Pinot Noir. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 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 a very I want to try a white Pinot Noir because that's something else that I learned
0: that they do have white ones.
1: But that's another wine.
0: For another time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. And at this point, we just want to thank you for joining us for another wonderful episode of A Little Something to Wine About with myself, Ty A. Michelle. And Siobhan Camille. And don't forget to subscribe And join us each and every Wednesday for more laughs, more fun, and, of course, more wine. Next week, we have a very special episode. We will be whining in color, meaning you will get to see us on YouTube. We hope that you follow us on Instagram at a little something to whine about. And that's a little something, the number two, whine about. And visit us at a little something to calm We'd love to hear what you're thinking and what you're drinking. Let us know. What are some of your fitness goals? What are some of your fitness plans? What are you doing to create a healthy lifestyle for you? We'd love to hear those things from you. And
0: remember, as always, there's nothing wrong with a little wine. Bye!